What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of We're Gonna Have Words, where we discuss, debate, explore, and sometimes argue topics on life, love, relationships, and family. I'm your host, Mandy, along with my hubs. E-Dub. Welcome to the party, everybody. Today's episode's topic is how important is friendship in a marriage? What do you think, babe? So first of all, let's talk about this word friends. People frequently like to throw that word around when they meet someone. They have a couple of conversations with them. Maybe they hang out with them a couple of times. And, oh, that's my friend. That's my friend. That's my friend. Okay. But honestly, are those people your friends? Now, let me dive a little bit deeper into why I bring that up. Because sometimes when people get into relationships, they get into relationships off of only having a little bit of information about that person. Mm. Oh, that person is cute or that person is sexy or whatever the situation is, right? So there's a little bit of attraction and they say, oh, let's try this thing out, right? But they don't really get the opportunity to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Right, because going out on a date, having some conversation over dinner could be a little awkward, right? Right, right. So maybe you're asking each other questions, but all you're getting is basic, basic information, right? Because nobody's giving up too much of themselves too early on, mm-hmm. right? So while people think that they're building their relationship up, they're not really because they're not building their friendship up. Okay, because mm-hmm. say, oh, we go out on a date. Hey, how you doing? My name is such and such. Your name is such and such. You know, you have a meal, you have a drink. Oh, where are you from? Where did you go to school? You have any brothers and sisters? Mm-hmm. What about your parents? What about, you know, what's your favorite color? What's your favorite thing to eat? Mm-hmm. These are basic questions, right. which are not actually, you know what I'm saying? Getting to know the person. And then what happens? Oh, guy says, I think you're attractive. Girl says, I think you're attractive. Next thing you know, you have sex, right? Yeah. Don't know anything about the person in reality, mm-hmm. right? So this goes along for months. Keep going this back and forth, having these minimal conversations about things. Now, truth be told, some people are overtellers. Mm-hmm. Where they want to tell everything about themselves a little bit too early, right? Yeah, they overshare. They overshare. Right? But all you have is information. That's it. Okay, you know these certain things about people. And even as much as you think you know about that person, you're not going to have all the information. That does not make you friends. Right, okay? right. That just means you know these particular facts about this person. Right. Right? Mm. So if this continues and you really don't work on being friends before you get engaged and then get married, you find out later on you're not really friends. Right? And what happens? You have a you have an argument. You have a you know you have something where you don't agree, right? Mm-hmm. And you fuss. Somebody yells. Somebody curses. You go your way. I go my way, right? Right. Maybe if you were better friends, you'd have been able to work this out. Right. Now, conversely, you call your homegirl. I call my homeboy. Man, you know she she out here tripping. She's saying this and she's saying that. You call your girl. Oh, I can't stand him. He did this and he did that. 
those are your friends. Right. Right? Right. You're not friends with the person you're in a relationship with. Mm, interesting. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think it's important for a friendship to exist in a marriage. You know, I mean, the word, the term friend is definitely overused because really a friend is someone that you can confide in and go to and trust, you know what I mean? And and someone that you can kind of tell your secrets to. So, and I think it's important to have that in your spouse, especially when the pressures of when you're married, when you have a family, those kinds of daily ins and outs kind of weigh upon you. At the end of the day, you want to be able to spend time with each other and enjoy each other. Because I think there are some relationships out there where the couple don't necessarily spend any quality time and they're kind of existing in this business kind of partnership as parents and providers for their children, making the house go around, you know, going to work every day, just caring and raising children versus being friends and lovers at the same time. So let's go back for a second. Okay. Average time, how long do you think it takes before you call someone a friend? Month, two months, three months, a year? Mm, I think that I would actively call someone a friend that I am investing my time in. So if it's if it's been made apparent that we are that we're both on the same page and we're investing time to get to know each other, that's not to say six months down the line we may decide, you know what, this chick just ain't for me you know um so in that regard I think that if I'm actively pursuing this person as a friend and I'm talking about you know a platonic relationship at this point but if I'm actively pursuing it and putting my time and energy towards this person building to get to know them then that's when I would be like oh that's my friend but I'm not gonna just straight up be like oh that's my bestie Look, I have a hundred friends, right? Five maybe good friends and one great friend. Okay. Yeah, you have a hundred friends. Yeah, this, see, this is what you I'm mean saying. People that you know. This is is it. See, this is what I'm getting to. Right. You you meet all these people. You hang out with them. You spend some time with them, and you go to introduce that person to someone else. You don't say, "Oh, this is my acquaintance, Joe." Right. If I'm if I'm introducing this guy that I know to my brother, right? I'm not saying, hey, brother, this is my acquaintance, Joe, right? Right. I'm saying, hey, this is my friend, Joe, or this is my boy, or this is my homie, or whatever, Joe, right? Yeah. When in reality, it's not your friend. It's just somebody you know and that you may have spent some time with and hung out with, right? Mm-hmm. Where's the line? What What is the determining factor to when a person goes from being just someone you know to being your friend. What has to happen? Do you need to experience something deep, right? Or is it a period of time? Or is it how much you know about that person or something like that and how that relates to a marriage? Mm -hmm. Well, I definitely think that there is a certain point in a friendship where you are like, you solidify it, right? So it's, um, you know, because we go through things as people. And so if you... If one of the other confides in the other, I think that is a a start, you know, and I think it just depends on the comfort level 
of the two people in the friendship and the developing friendship. Because there may come a time where it's like, oh, um, maybe a person feels more apt or more likely to confide in me before I am feeling comfortable to confide in them. But then I know that I can be a friend to them because they're coming to me with an issue. And then that lets me know they feel comfortable with me that way so I can reciprocate. Yeah, but are you being a friend to them or are you just being an ear, someone that they can vent to? When, when do you cross the line over into being an actual friend? Well, I mean, I consider myself friendly. So, I mean... See, that, that's, a, that's a distinction. Right, 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 right. So, I can be friendly and, you know, if someone obviously needs to talk that I don't have an ongoing relationship with that I'm investing time with, then I, I, I will be friendly enough to be an ear. But this is my friend. This is... If my girl comes to me and she's like, oh, my God, this is what's going on. She's letting me into her life that she doesn't let anyone else in. How do you so, know? Well, How do you know a, she's not telling anyone else? No, it's just a, and it's well, there's no telling who else she she has other friends, probably. OK, but maybe those people are maybe biased in their responses to her or whatnot or whatever. I mean, I don't know, you know, but it, I'm just talking about because I can't I can't gauge her interactions with someone else i can only gauge what we're going through together you know and it's i think it's about sharing you know you share different your 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 seasons with your friend a true friend you know you feel like you can tell them things without them judging you but then it's the same thing when you look at your spouse you want your spouse to be i personally believe you want your spouse to be a good friend to you because friends not not only you know the the whole basic trust and confidence and also you just like them you have some type of common ground that you connect on so like for instance us we're friends because we like to hang out with each other we laugh we can talk i'd be willing to bet that there's a lot of couples that don't actually like to hang around each other and i think sometimes you lose you lose touch like maybe it was that way to start or maybe people get involved too soon you know what I mean and they don't take the time to get to know the person and and accept who they are because I think that is a huge problem especially with young people today they're real quick to get into relationships and commitments without really knowing who they're dating or who they're having a baby with <laughs> or who they're you know or they're deciding to commit to not really knowing all of it. And then later down the line, be like, oh, I didn't know this. You know? Yeah, but then it's too late. Well, not is it too late. late? Or is the person in a relationship, the man or the woman, going to be willing to put in the work that they need to to gain that information and that closeness where you, you can call that person not just your husband or your wife, but your friend, right? Because that's where the work is going to come in, right? Because you're going to have to put other things aside in order to build that friendship, okay? Because if you're having arguments or, or disagreements and things like that frequently, right? Mm -hmm. And then <clears throat> you find yourself keep going down this road and then, Somebody has to have the recognition that you don't really know each other that well. 
And you have to figure that out so you can get past it and learn each other and become friends. And so you can say, hey, I actually like you. Right. But that's work. And sometimes people like to take the easy way out instead of putting in the work that they're going to need to keep the foundation of their relationship strong. So three, five, seven years from now, when things get rough, you two will be able to understand each other because you're friends. You've built that that knowing of each other and having that that look into a person's mindset and heart and soul so you can really understand what's going on so you can be successful in the marriage. Yeah, I agree. I mean, you know, I hear a lot of people talk about their troubles in their relationships and sometimes it's all about, you know, getting back to what brought you together in the first place. Because like I said, you get you get caught up in the day-to-day hustle and you lose that friend friendliness that you have with a friend. Because, you know, if you think about it in a platonic way, at the end of a long week, for instance, your boy may call you and be like, yo, what are you getting into this weekend? You know, or what's up with the family? How are you guys doing? You guys want to do this barbecue, whatever. And you're, you're, you're excited to see your friend, right? You want to hang out. You want to catch up. And I think that's the same idea that should be, you know, practiced in marriage. You know, don't forget to check in and, and say, hey, how you doing? Husband or wifey, you know, don't get caught up in the day to day. Take time to to check in and, and spend time, quality time. So do you think there's a moment when a husband and a wife recognize that they're not friends and they don't like each other? Now, they may not even be doing it right in front of each other in the midst of an argument, but let's say they've gotten into a disagreement. The husband's mm-hmm. in one room, the spouse is in the other room. And all of a sudden, it hits them. I really don't like her. Or, I really don't like him. So what do you do? Well, I think if it gets that far, you're indifferent. I think if it gets to the point where like, oh, I just, I don't like him or her, I think it's just gotten too far. It's going too far. Because I think there there can be fractures that happen along the way. They can be mended Right. But if you let something go on too long, you know, I I mean, I'm always hopeful, you know, just, you know, in the world and seeing relationships, there's always a way to get back to where you started because something brought you together as long as it was on, you know, if it made sense to start with. Right. You know, but to get to, oh, I don't like her. I mean, you know. Yeah, but what if I don't say it? What if I don't say I I don't don't like like you? Right. So we're going along in a relationship. Right. We're we're getting up eating breakfast, getting the kids out the door, going to work, you know, traffic and work and lunch and coworkers and traffic and back home and dinner and school. And you put the kids to bed and then you, then you're in bed and you just go on like this day after day, after day, after day, you're in this routine all the while someone doesn't like someone but neither person says anything, right? Because you're in this routine. You're just going on about your daily life and you think everything is okay. Maybe you're intimate once or twice a a week. No, mm, take that back. Once or twice a month, right? Just maybe, (laughs) okay? But 
you know something's wrong, but you don't really know how to put your finger on it. But you're in routine, so you just keep going and going and going, doing everything that you always do, and you think nothing of it. Maybe you have a little squabble here or there, and one person says, oh, I'm just a little tired, I'm sorry, and you go to bed. Or, oh, I just had a bad day at work, so one person goes downstairs, watches TV, the other person's upstairs in the bed, asleep, or whatever the case is, right? Mm-hmm. Or they call their girlfriend or homeboy. You right? trying to say something? And you, I'm you not trying, trying to say? I'm not trying to say anything. <laughs> no, I'm I'm kidding. just <laughs> trying to get into how people can exist in this world where they don't like each other and they're not friends, but they're not being honest and not having that right. conversation with their spouse about that. Well, no, I think that you have to be honest with each other. That's, that's a start and to just to sit back and just not like each other and not say anything is basically, you're just setting yourself up for failure. You know, I think that's why I think it's important to recognize it. If you recognize these fractures when they happen you can address them but I think it also comes down to being intentional and working on your relationship whether if you're married or not you know um if you notice something's wrong address it or if you feel a way talk about it because you know people have a tendency to feel a way about something like put it in their pocket and never address it and then it snowballs so it's like that's part of what being a friend is because if you have a true friend and they say or do something that upsets you you can go to them because if you're truly friends and you understand oh wait a minute i'm gonna give him or her the benefit of the doubt and knowing and letting them know what they said or did that hurt me and it's kind of the same same concept when you're dealing with your spouse I mean, to me, to not be friends with your significant other is crazy. You know what happened in 2020? What happened is that before 2020, 2018, 2019, you had people in these marriages that didn't really like each other and weren't really friends. And then you know what happened? The COVID. That's what happened. (laughs) COVID-19 came in and now you got all these people stuck in the house together and now they really recognizing that I don't like the person I'm married to because the divorce rate has skyrocketed since, Mm. you know, things been on lockdown. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, but I don't, I have to say, I don't think it's necessarily that people don't like each other. I think it's it goes back to the daily routine, right? Because let's say, what were people doing before COVID? Before COVID forced everyone to kind of like be at home and be around each other more, right? So for some families, it's like, oh my God, I'm on the road all the time or I'm busy. I finally get a chance to spend time with my family. And then you have it where, like now, <laughs> and for some people they've been kind of thrust into interacting with each other and having more time with each other. And it's, it's a change. So, you know, humanly people, you know, people just, humans don't like change. So it's, it's a disruption of routine. And so you get that with all the other stresses with the COVID, the, the civil rights issues, all of this, right? Pressure and stress. And then 
they're getting on each other's nerves. They're around each other. They feel guilty for wanting to have time away. They're getting used to not having the moments, like the commute to and from work. Like even though it's not set aside alone time, like you're by yourself, right? Or for women, if they go shopping and they leave the kids at the house with dad, it's like they get that little self time. And so when you when you don't have that, when you're getting the groceries delivered or you're now having to deal with this, all of a sudden you're in each other's faces all the time. Like maybe you did well with with your schedule before COVID and now this change. And then people think, oh, I don't think I like this person anymore. And it's, it's not that. It's just that. Or maybe it is. <laughs> maybe it is. But maybe it's just this whole change the stressors, the change, the adjustment that you have to make. And we have to allow ourselves that room. Like I said, if if we would all just get to back to the basics, to be like, you know what, I'm going through it, he's going through it, or vice versa. And so let's both take the mo- a moment to listen to each other and how each other feels because we get caught up in our own emotions sometimes and our own feelings, and we don't want to listen to the other person. Because it's all about me, 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 me. Well, you know, most times the woman will tell you she's always right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to start that? You wanna... No, I'm just, <laughs> I just want to be real, right? That's not being real. That's being real. That, you know, what's, what's the old saying? What's the old saying? If, happy wife, yes, happy life. That, that thing that nobody <laughs> really likes, right? Who's nobody? All the wives like it. Well, of course the wives like it. <laughs> Okay, but you know, sometimes when you say "happy wife," whatever the saying is, right? That that ends up being, oh, I'm just going to. When I say "I," I mean the husband is just going to, you know, say, okay, whatever, right? I'll let you have it. I really don't like you, but I'm not going to tell you. But I just don't want to argue right now, right? And just meanwhile, one of the the husband and wife is just praying, oh, please work open back up so I can get out this house you know what I'm saying (laughs) you know I I I just I mean I think that every marriage has a point in time where one or the other gets on each other's nerves I think there's just a point and then that is a like a little you know a jolting moment where we're like wait a minute okay so we need to do something that's going to resolve that I mean I think it just requires you to actually care for or your spouse. If you care for them and you care about how they feel, then that's what you have to get back to. I mean, because at some point you can find something that you enjoy doing together. What got you together in the first place? If it was just sex, then uh, if you can still do that. (laughs) But but if you can't, what else is there? You know, because... Can you you be intimate? Um with a person you don't like or are you just getting along to get along? I think, I think to a certain extent that, um, both male and female can have sex with the person they don't necessarily care for if the lust is there enough. But I think for women, I mean, I can speak for myself when I'm more of a mental person. So if you say something stupid, I would be turned off. That's a whole nother podcast. Um, (laughs) Let's get back to no, but that's what I'm friends. saying. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, 
basically what I'm saying is this. So if you're talking about being married, having kids, right? If you're talking about that scenario, you raise your children together. But what you have to remember is that after your children grow up, they're going to go and be out on their own. You're going to be left with this other person that you co-parented with. Did you take the time to also raise your relationship with that person? Did you tend to it like you tended to the children, you know, teaching the children, talking to the children, teaching them the skills that they needed to uh, use whenever they go out into the world? Did you take the time to tend to your relationship with your spouse so that after the kids are gone living their own lives, you know, finding their own spouses and having their own kids, you know, are you there with your friend? Right now it's too late then because then you're 50, you and your couple of girlfriends, y'all going out to the club and line dancing or, um, you know, what else, what else people do? Uh, people still doing a while, but I don't know, but they're going to the bar, going to happy hour, having drinks and things like that, right? You know, you're not even really spending time anymore because you're like, oh, I'm free. The kids are gone. Now I can get away from this clown and... Mm. be all to myself yeah that's sad though because you lose all those years and you and you you risk your own happiness you know i i know i'm sure that some people do it but you know i mean i think that it should be oh yeah the kids are gone so now we can run around the house bucky naked you know without somebody having to <laughs> without somebody you know catching us and you know weird situations <laughs> Okay. What you got on your mind? Well, I'm just saying, you know, you, you that whole scenario, oh, yay, the kids are gone, we can go, that's, you know, that's when you can go do your adulting stuff that you maybe put off. I don't suggest putting it off, but. Yeah, but if you're not friends and if you don't like the person you're in a relationship with, you're going to be adulting separately. Moral of the story is date your spouse date them do all the things that you guys did getting to where you wanted to get married do all those things going out together having dinner together spending time together talking to each other gazing into each other's eyes making love not war you know do it all again mm. Make it like it so overrated um anyway um i appreciate it this was a wonderful conversation um, thank everybody for tuning in and listening to us. Um, we got another podcast dropping next week. Um, we'll let you guys know when it's out there and available so you can check us out. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and where all podcasts are. And if you enjoy the show, like, share, and give us a review. Have words with us because we want to hear from you what you're thinking, what you're feeling. Have topics, suggestions, or questions? Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Gonna Have Words or email us at Gonna Have Words at gmail.com. Till next time, you guys. Thank you for listening. We love you. See you next time.